The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so much for joining me today and each and every week from all around the world. My goal with this show is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve a higher level of success in your business and in your life. So I'm really excited that you guys are here with me today. For those of you who are new to the show, thank you so much for checking us out. In case you didn't know this, you can actually subscribe to the show on iTunes and on Stitcher. That way you never miss an episode. I know you guys have very busy schedules, so you might not be able to catch us live every week, but at least you can subscribe to the show and catch the replays. So please make sure that you do that. Also, we will be posting show notes on my website, connectwithrachel.com. And in those show notes, I have different resources, different uh, timestamps on specific topics that we talked about throughout the show. So it really helps you be able to reference back and use this as a tool as you continue building your business and your life of your dreams, really. So um, again, you can find those show notes over on connectwithrachel.com. And that's a really great resource for you as well. So today's show is going to be awesome. We are talking about working from home, five quick ways to organize your office. So for those of you who have been working from home already, or maybe you're someone who is aspiring to work from home, you are going to love today's show. Because in the show today, I'm going to share with you how you can quickly and easily organize your home office, how you can really create the office space that you truly, truly want. I'm also going to share with you how you can declutter your office so that your workspace is functional and inspirational every single day. And then I'm also going to share with you some ways that you can organize your files and cut down on paperwork. So this is going to be really a great, great show for any of you who are wanting to get a little bit more organized and really create an incredible office space to work from. So as an entrepreneur, I work from home most of the time, and um, it really is amazing because I've learned over the years how to really create a perfect space no matter how much room I have in any particular home. So I've moved around a lot. I've lived 
internationally. This is my second time actually living overseas. And so with all of these different moves, I've had lots of different offices. I've had tiny little spaces. I've had really big spaces and everything in between. And one of the things that I've learned is how to really maximize whatever space you have for your home office. I've also learned how important it is to keep your office organized because let's face it, as a small business owner, your home office is the foundation for your success. And if it's cluttered and chaotic, your business will suffer. And I've definitely seen that in my own life. You know, if I leave things really messy and and I just don't take time to pick up after myself, which does happen sometimes, you know, I can see that the next day when I come into uh, to my office to work, it's like, ah, I got to take care of this mess. You know, I can't leave it like this. So it really does affect how well you can work and how productive you will be. So one of the things that I learned straight away was to Keep an organized office. And the first way that you can do that is by really creating a space that you truly love. You want your office to be a space that you feel excited about being in. It's a space that makes you feel good. It's a space that's open and airy and a space that really inspires you. So one of the ways that you can start to create that space is to actually determine the overall look and feel that you want for your office. So you've got to know first what it is that you even want. So I would encourage you to get some pictures off the internet. Um, if there's catalogs that you read or magazines that you like to look at, find some pictures of different office spaces that you really, really like and different ideas for organizing that you really like. Maybe it's a particular cabinet that you think might look nice in your office. Maybe it's the color scheme that you really, really like. Maybe it's the way that the books are organized or the way that the desk is laid out. It can be different for each person, of course, but what you want to do is find what you like the best. Find different pictures of things that you like and then start creating that space. You want to actually kind of model your office after different things that you like. And so this is a great way that you can get a clear vision of what you want your office to look like. You can even create a board, a an inspiration board, so to speak, where you can post these pictures onto a sheet of paper or onto a poster board or if you've got one of those magnetic boards you can post different pictures on there so that when you take it into your office you can look at it look at the space and start to really create the office of your dreams i mean that's really where it starts it starts with having that vision and having a clear idea of what you want to create what you want your office space to look like. Of course, you can do this digitally as well. So you can just take pictures and and put it into a document on your computer, print out that page, and then use that um, in your office. I like to print things out because I'm very visual, but some of you would prefer to just keep it on your computer and that's fine too. Whatever works for you. But the whole point is to have an idea of what you want the space to look like so that you can start creating that space. 
So let me give you a list of some of the supplies that you will need to really organize your office in a quick and easy way. The first thing you're going to need is a label maker. This makes things so much easier because we're going to talk about labeling and how making it quick and easy to find will take the stress away. The second thing you're going to need is a paper shredder. We get so much mail and paperwork and just junk, right? As business owners, we have so much paper all the time. And so you want to have a shredder so that you can definitely shred those documents and then recycle them. You'll also want to have hanging files or something similar. I'm a big fan of hanging files. I love having those hanging files because it helps me very quickly organize and put things away. So you'll want to have those. You will also want to have a small file cabinet or you can use plastic file boxes. It just depends on how many files you have. If you're just getting started with your business, you won't have a lot of files initially. So just a small file box is fine. But as you continue to grow your business, you will definitely want to have a little bit bigger space. It doesn't have to be a huge file cabinet, but definitely have one that will meet your needs. You will also want to have some binders. You can keep them all the same color or you can use different colors. It's up to you, but you'll want to use binders as well. And we will talk about this later in the show. And then another important factor here is storage bins, baskets, boxes, or totes. It depends on your personal preference, so decide what works best for you, but you will want some type of storage bin or box or basket to be able to put things into. There's so many decorative ways that you can really utilize space in your office, and you can use really beautiful storage bins to not only store items and keep them out of sight, but to decorate your office. So just keep that in mind when you go out looking for some supplies, but those are some of the things that you'll definitely want to have. So now that you have an idea of what you want your office to look like, right, you've created that vision, now you want to focus on decluttering. So let's pretend just for today that you already have an office space set up, you already have it kind of arranged the way that you want it, right? Now you need to start with the decluttering. So let's talk about how do we do this? How do we start to really declutter the office space that we have right now so that it can be more functional and clean and and just really a great open space? So the first thing you wanna do when you're decluttering is you wanna look at items first. So don't look at all the papers and the paperwork, but just look at the surface items. So the things that are on your desk, the things that are on your bookcase shelves, the things that might be on any of your furniture or anything sitting on the floor. You wanna look at all the big items first. The first thing you wanna ask yourself is, do I need this? Second thing you wanna ask yourself is, is it serving a purpose? And then the third thing you want to ask yourself is, does keeping this item move me closer to achieving my goals? So if you have a beautiful piece of artwork that's sitting on the floor instead of hanging on the wall, you want to ask yourself, you know, do I need this piece of artwork? Do, you know, do I like it? Is it serving a purpose? Is it going to help me reach my goals? Yes or no? And if not, then maybe it's something that you might want to get rid of. Maybe it's not something that you need anymore. So you want to start by asking those questions first and really identify what you want to keep. One of the easiest ways that you can not only identify what you want to keep, but really identify what to get rid of is to have two separate boxes that are labeled giveaway, 
and throw away. And then anything that's not put into one of those two boxes is obviously something that you want to keep and then that you have to find space for, right? So let's look at this. Let's pretend that you've got some knickknacks sitting on your desk, bunch of pins, um, you know, a, a stack of books. So you want to look at those items and quickly decide, do I want to keep it? Do I want to give it away? Do I want to throw it away? If you want to give it away or throw it away, go ahead and place those items into those boxes. If it's something you want to keep, you can leave it setting on your desk for the time being, but you've got to remember that you have to find a place to put it. So by the end of however much time you're you're really giving yourself to declutter, maybe it's an hour, maybe it's two hours, maybe it's a whole day, by the end of that time frame, that item has to have a home. It has to have a specific place that it always goes to and that, you know, that serves a purpose, okay? Desks really need to be clear and spacious. I mean, really, so that you can focus and not be bombarded by a bunch of stuff all over your desk, right? So I think it's fine to have a couple knickknacks or, you know, a beautiful thing of flowers or whatever meets your needs, you know. It's okay to have a few things on your desk, but you don't want to have 20 different stacks of paperwork and books and picture frames and pins. You don't want to have all this stuff sitting on top of your desk because it's going to clutter your brain. Literally, it's going to make you, instead of being able to be focused and, and clear and really be effective, you're going to be thinking about all the stuff that's sitting on your desk. So we don't want to have that happen, all right? So again, give it away, throw it away, or keep it, but put it in its place. Super, super important when you are decluttering. And again, this was just the beginning. This was just to start, right? We were just decluttering the big surface areas first with the larger items. We're not talking about paperwork yet, but we will get there. So then the next thing you want to do is start grouping things together in an organized way and in a specific location. So a lot of times in a home office, we can be really tempted to just put things all over the place. And then when we're looking for stuff, it's like, oh my gosh, where are the pens and where'd that stapler go? And okay, I've got the printer, but where do we, where do we put the ink? And, you know, a lot of times we're wasting time because we don't have things organized in specific go-to locations. So what I do is I create little stations in my office for specific things. For example, I have a print station and this is actually not even in my office because I have a wireless printer. So my printer is in our library. It's a great space for it and it sits on a printer stand and inside that printer stand I keep the paper and the ink and all of the supplies that I would need for printing. So labels and all those all the different colored paper and, and I mean you name it, all the printer supplies are there with the printer. That is the printing station. It keeps everything organized and then I know exactly where to go when I run out of something, paper, ink, whatever, and I know where it's at. The other thing I do is I keep all of my mailing supplies in one section. So 
for you, this might be a drawer, it might be a box, it might be inside a closet. It depends on what your office space looks like. But you want all of your mailing supplies in one spot. So your envelopes, your stationery, your postage stamps, even your scale. If you're somebody who does a lot of mailings at home, or even if you mail just a few things out every now and then, having a scale can be very, very helpful. And you can even print your stamps at home. It's so great. There's so much that you can do by having a home office, uh, but definitely you want to keep all of those things together in one space. Office supplies. This should also be kept in one space. This works really, really well if you have some type of a cabinet with drawers because you can dedicate one drawer to your office supplies. Now, within that drawer, you want to organize it in very, very simple to find ways. So it can be baggies, it can be drawer dividers, you can use boxes or small containers. There's lots of creative ways that you can do this. In fact, you can use things that you already have at home. You don't have to go out and buy a bunch of new things. You can use things that you have at home. Just be creative in the way that you use them. For example, I have lots of different little boxes, jewelry boxes and tea boxes and little decorative boxes that I've gotten over the years from different gifts and things like that. So a lot of times I will use those little boxes as small storage bins inside of my drawers. So that gives you an opportunity to add to that box things like pens, pencils, paper clips, you know, the sticky notes, your scissors, glue, tape, all of those things can be organized inside the drawer. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to open that drawer and just have all your supplies dumped in where you have to dig through it because it's a huge time waster, right? And we want to be as efficient as possible with our time because time is valuable. Time is the number one most valuable and most important thing in your life because time is the one thing you can never get more of. So if you waste five minutes trying to find your stapler because you don't have it organized, that's five minutes, you're never going to get back, right? So that's five minutes you could have been spending with your family or spending with your friends or spending on the phone with a client. So time is very, very important. And by being organized, you will find that you can be so much more productive and so much more efficient with your time. So inside that office supplies drawer or box, again, it depends on you. Just make sure that you organize things Keep like items together. Pens go with pens. Pencils go with pencils. Art supplies go with art supplies. Paint goes with paint. You know what I mean? Just keep it very organized. Again, it doesn't have to be hard. You can just put it in a Ziploc bag if nothing else. But it will help you really, really keep a clean, organized office space. This also would apply to gift wrap if you're somebody who has a wrapping business or even just gift wrap that you have at home for different, you know, parties and holidays, things like that. We all tend to have at least a few things of gift wrap on hand. That's something you want to keep organized and in one go-to location. What I like to do with my gift wrap is I keep scissors and I keep tape in with the gift wrap. That way I have it all together. It's really easy to find and I can quickly wrap up a gift and be ready to go. Um, another great idea is to have a filing station. Um, that would be where all those extra papers go. If you don't have time to file it immediately, you can just have like one little file box or one little file uh, tray. And then you know once a week you empty that file 
filing box and you file those papers away. So you can create that little filing station. It could literally sit right on top of your filing cabinet. You know, put it right there and then file it into the cabinet. That works perfectly. Um, for me, I do a lot with uh, photography and videos. So I have kind of a media section um, in my office. So if you're somebody who, who does that type of work as well, you might consider having a media section. In my media section, I've got my lighting kit. I have my mics. I have my backdrop. I have all the, the different camera equipment. Everything is in that one section so I can find it quickly and easily. So I hope that's given you a few ideas of how you can start grouping things together in to specific go-to locations within your office. Or if you're like me, you've got that wireless printer, maybe you put your printer somewhere else, doesn't necessarily have to be inside of your office. But definitely, I hope that gives you some ideas of how you can start grouping things together to make things a little bit easier for you as you start to create the ideal workspace and home office of your dreams. All right, we have to stop right there and take a very quick short break. When we come back, I'm going to share with you some ways that you can organize your files and cut down on your paperwork. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth. Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. 
the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. On today's show, we've been talking about working from home, five quick ways to organize your office. And I want to hear from you today. How are you organizing your office? What does your office look like? Are you really proud of how beautiful your office is? Post your pictures over on social media and tag me in your post so that I can see what you guys are doing with your home offices. You can find me on Twitter at Factors for Success. That's Factors, the number four success, or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel. Make sure that you do tag the post so that I can see what you guys are doing or feel free to post them over on my Facebook page. Again, that was facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel. You can post your pictures there as well and we can kind of share with each other some different ideas and strategies and and some beautiful pictures of gorgeous home offices. Because I know some of you listening today, you probably already have an amazing home office. You might just be looking for some ideas of how to organize it just a little bit better. So I would love to see what your offices look like today. Did you guys know that one in five Americans are working from home? Is that amazing? I did not know that statistic. I was actually reading an article in Forbes uh, magazine and I, I just was amazed. One in five Americans working from home. Can you believe that? Over 30 million people are working from home in America at least once a week. I had no idea that this many people were working from home. And this just goes to show you that, you know, with technology these days, so many people can actually work from home. And that really is amazing, right? It's incredible. So there's lots of things that you can do, lots of different businesses that you can run, lots of different um, even jobs that you can do while you're working for someone else. Maybe you're not an entrepreneur, you don't have your own home business, but you're doing your job from home. You're telecommuting, which is amazing. One of the things that I love so much about the work that I do is that I can work from anywhere in the world, right? I can work on the beach. I can work in a park. I can work inside my home office. I can work in any different country. As long as I have the internet, I can do my job. And I absolutely love that. So I hope that that's the case for you as well. Or if you're just aspiring to to work from home, I will definitely be rooting you on as you start to create the life and business of your dreams. And I'm so honored that you are listening to the show today to get some ideas of how to organize your home office. So before the last break, I did share a little bit about the supplies you need, some ways to declutter, and really the importance of determining your overall look and feel that you really want for your home office. We also talked about grouping things together in specific locations so that it's easy to find things. Now let's talk about organizing files and cutting down on paperwork. 
if you're anything like me, you have a lot of paperwork that you have to manage in your home office. This could be paperwork from clients. This could be paperwork from businesses that you're running. This could be paperwork from projects that you're working on. For example, I am working on a children's book and every time I get another draft back from my illustrator, I've got to print that out. I've got to mark it up. You know, I've got to add my feedback, send it back to her. Then I get another round. I've got to print it off, mark it up, and it goes on and on like this, right? So if you think of projects like that, there's a lot of times you're going to be doing a lot of that printing, which adds to your paperwork. If you're a parent, I'm a mother of two, you most likely get a lot of papers from your kids' school, and that creates paperwork. So we have lots of different things that add to that pile of papers. But what we can start doing is every time a piece of paper comes into the home office, we can make a decision as to where that paper needs to go. And I like to look at this from four different categories, shred, recycle, file, or action required. So the moment you handle a piece of paperwork, you wanna ask yourself, is this something I need to shred, recycle, do I need to file it away, or do I need to take action on this piece? And so you can, you can really just organize this in four different categories. You can immediately take action and shred it if you're done with that paper, or recycle it if it's not something that you need to shred, or file it away immediately. But if it's something you have to take action on, that would need to go in a separate space where you know that you have to work on that particular piece of paper, something having to do with it, sometime in the near future. So if you have just one small file box um, or a little file tray, that is where you can put your action required papers. Everything else you can handle immediately. You can touch the paper, make a decision, file it away, or get rid of it, right? So one of the things is start to look at your paperwork as something that you can touch it one time and then make a choice of how you're going to handle it. That's kind of the new rule that we wanna make for ourselves is, okay, I can touch it once and then I have to decide where to put it. A lot of times we are tempted to just pile it up on our desks and we tell ourselves, I'll deal with that later, I'll deal with that later. But here's what happens, later never comes, <laughs> right? Later never comes. And so then we end up having big piles and messes everywhere. So we don't want that to happen. So challenge yourself to create a new habit, a new rule, if you will, where you just tell yourself, I'm gonna handle this page one time and then I'm going to take care of it. File it, shred it, recycle it, or add it to the small stack of action required. And then of course, if it's in your action required um, file folder or hanging file or file tray, it's up to you how you wanna handle it. But if it's in that spot, you have to deal with it in the very near future. So whether it's that day or that week, you have to deal with it. So that's when you gotta really discipline yourself to go back and make sure that you go through that. So that's one of the ways you can start cutting down on your paperwork, just taking action on it immediately, separating it into one of the four categories I mentioned. And uh, I'm a big fan of shredding. I do a lot of shredding. I do a lot of recycling. And so I, I really try not to keep a lot of papers if I can. Oh, the other thing I should tell you as well is you can digitize most of your paperwork, really. And then you don't even have to have the paper sitting around anymore. There's lots of ways that you can just take a picture with your phone or there's, um, there's different 
companies out there that have um, little scanner things that you can um, digitize your files. There's one called Neat Desk and Neat Receipt. Um, they they have a, a little Oh, it's kind of like a scanner, I guess, is what it really is. And it scans the document, and then you can file it away. So that's one way you can do it as well. But the most important thing is to really start to eliminate and cut down on that paperwork. Get rid of it as much as you can. Don't have it piling up on your desk or in your office. And the other thing I would caution you for as well, we can be really tempted to file things away and just say, oh, I'll just file that away. But here's the question you want to ask yourself. Do I even need that paper anymore? So before you file it away, is it something you need? The only things that you should be keeping in your files are the things that you need to work on or to reference back to or something you have to store. Obviously, if it's a tax document, you need that. <laughs> so you've got to keep that in your file system. But you don't want to just keep things for the sake of keeping them. So definitely take a look at that before you file something away. Speaking of files, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how we can organize files in a very easy way. This is one of the things I love to do. I really love using files because it makes it so easy to find the documents that I need. I mean, really, it makes it so, so simple. I remember the days when I had no filing system, where my paperwork was all piled up and everything was a big, big mess. I did not have a system in place for dealing with paperwork back then. And it was frustrating because I couldn't find things. I was always wondering, oh, now where did I put that? Where was that great worksheet that I was working on? And, and where was that great idea from so-and-so? And I just, I didn't have a system in place for filing. So I want to share with you guys a quick way that you can start to file your paperwork and, and really all the paper in your life. Now, for today's show, we're just talking about your home office, but you can use this strategy just in your home as well with all the extra paperwork. In your home office, I would encourage you to only keep the files that are relevant to doing business and to running your home office. So all your household stuff, I would encourage you to keep that in a separate filing system. If you only have one uh, file box or one file cabinet, then just separate it out by using a different color filing, um, hanging file folder or something like that. But for the most part, if you can just keep your office things in your office, that would be the best case scenario if you can. So the first thing you want to ask yourself with filing is, do I need this document? Yes or no? If you don't need the document anymore, then shred it or recycle it. But if you do need the document, you move on to step two, which is to add it to your file system. Your most important files you want to keep up in the front where they're easy to access. This could be files for clients or projects that you're working on. This could be important resources or documents that you need to reference back to on a consistent basis. Most important documents need to be in the front where you can use them and find them quickly. The other documents, the things that you don't use on a daily or a weekly basis, those can be moved toward the back. Now, you want to label your files with things such as warranties, manuals, ideas, inspiration, contacts, events, even masters, you know, if you've got projects you're working on and you have master documents that you've been saving, keep those in one file. We mentioned tax documents already in the show. Those are important to keep separated as well. Um, 
if you have keepsakes, maybe you get letters from from people or fans and and they send things to you, special keepsakes like that. You would want to keep those um, in a file. If you have testimonials from people, you would keep that in a file. So you want to label all of these. This is where that label maker really comes in handy. Label all of these files so they're very, very easy to find. When I mentioned warranties and manuals, what I'm talking about for those files, those would be things that are uh, relevant to your office. So maybe your manual for your printer or the warranty for your printer, your computer, your phone, um, any of the equipment that you have. Those are files that you want to keep because they're part of your office. You want to keep those in your office files. They can be in the back. Obviously, it's not something that you're going to reference very frequently, but you want to have it. So keep it in the back um, of your file cabinet. That is a great place to put it. Like I mentioned earlier, you can use different colored file um, hanging files. They don't have to all be the same color if you like to have lots of colors. Myself, I actually prefer having everything all one color and just simply using different labels. Visually, I like that better, but everyone is different. So you want to find what works best for you. When I had um, one file box that used to house business things, this was years ago when I my business was much, much smaller. It used to house business and family and personal and, you know, it, it had different categories. And so back then I did use different colored hanging files to group it into different categories. So I have done that in the past and it worked really well for me. Um, But now I'm at a different place in my business and and in my life. And so I just don't do it like that anymore. I just keep everything, all the business stuff stays in one file section in my office. And so I just keep it all one color. But that, you know, again, is going to be different for every person. Find what works for you and what you prefer. That's what it's all about. Personal preference and creating a space that you really, really love and that's really, really enjoyable for you. Does that make sense? Even with your files, you can digitize when possible. I mentioned that a little bit ago. You know, make these into digital files if you like that and if it works for you. I do a lot of printing, like I mentioned, uh, simply because that's the kind of work that I do. Um, So (laughs) I have lots of different examples. So I do have obviously a digital file, but I also have a printed version. And for me, it's worth keeping it because I prefer it that way. Now, I don't need that with all of my projects, but certain projects, I do require that. Um, So again, personal preference, find what works for you, but definitely if you can make, make it digital, it will take up less space in your home office. All right, so we've talked about organizing your files, cutting down on your paperwork. We're actually going to stop right there and take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to share with you some ways that you can start to organize your books and resources. In our home office, we have lots of different resources that we tend to collect over the years. So I'm going to share with you some ways that you can start to organize that and create more space in your home office. So stick around. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy, and we will be right back. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Transform your life, boost your confidence, and create lasting wealth 
Visit connectwithrachel.com forward slash success to discover how best-selling author and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy went from miserable, broke, and ridiculously overweight to traveling the world, dropping 90 pounds, and living the life of her dreams. Ready to jumpstart your journey to success? Go to connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. That's connectwithrachel.com forward slash success. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Today, we've been talking about working from home, five quick ways to organize your office. And I am really, really excited about today's show. I really am. I think so many of you are are just inches away from really having a breakthrough in your business and in your life. And sometimes it's just that one little tip or strategy that really makes your life so much easier. And it could just be a simple way to organize that will make your life a little bit easier. It could be, you know, maybe after listening to the show today, you're feeling like, hey, I never even thought about organizing my files like that, or I never even thought about not having to keep all the paperwork, but that I could get rid of it. You know, a lot of times it's small things. It's small little tiny things that we can do, that we can make little changes, right, that produce such amazing results. Imagine walking into your home office. It's clutter-free, it's open, it's spacious, it's bright and inviting, it's a peaceful and tranquil place. You sit down at your desk, you feel great, 
right? Imagine you start your day and you're like, yes, I've got this. You know, I feel great. That's what you want your home office to look like and to feel like. And if you're really getting bogged down by clutter and paperwork everywhere and all these things on your to-do list and stacks of things and books and you know, it just, it becomes stressful, right? It becomes stressful. And you don't want your home office to be stressful. You want to be able to really attack the day, right? You want to start your day in your home office feeling great. And it really starts by becoming more organized. A couple weeks ago, on the show, we were talking about creating the ideal workspace for your home office. And I shared lots of different tips and strategies on how to really create the perfect home office for yourself. So if you missed that episode, it's it's just from a couple weeks ago. I'll link to it on my show notes on connectwithrachel.com. But if you missed that episode, definitely go back to that because I share a lot of different ideas about really creating that amazing ideal workspace. Um, So reference back to that. But really, today, it's just all about organizing, decluttering, taking control of your space and really reducing the stress that comes from all the extra stuff. Have you ever noticed that when you walk into a really cluttered room, you feel a little bit anxious? Have you ever felt like that before where you kind of feel like, the walls are closing in on me, (laughs) right? Well, maybe that's just me. That's how I feel though. I mean, when I walk into a really cluttery space, I just feel instantly just kind of anxious and like, ah, there's too much stuff. And part of that's because everything has energy. Every single thing in your life has energy. Think about a picture in a picture frame. When you look at that picture, what happens? It triggers a memory. It might make you smile and feel great. Maybe you have a vacation photo. In fact, right now on my desk, I'm looking at a photo of me and my family in Ireland. That was a huge dream come true trip for me, something I've always wanted to do my whole life. And this picture on my desk reminds me of that amazing trip. It makes me feel great. Every time I look at it, I smile. That picture, that picture frame has energy. It's creating something in me every time I look at it. On the contrary, if I had something in my office, which I don't anymore, but if I had something in my office that really didn't make me feel very good, maybe it reminded me of of a bad experience or uh, maybe it reminded me of of a place I went to that I didn't really like or I don't even know. I I don't really keep things like that anymore. I've learned to get rid of those things. But if I did, then that same item, I could look at it and I might feel bad. I might feel disappointed. I might feel yucky even, right? Because that memory has an effect. That item I'm looking at triggers that memory, which has an effect. So Look at your office right now. Look around your home office. Obviously, if you're driving, you're on the road, you can't look at your office. But when you get home today, look at your home office. Are there things in that office that are not making you feel great, that are not serving your greatest good? And if so, maybe it's time to get rid of those things. Maybe you can give it away. Maybe you can throw it away. Or if it's something that you're not ready to get rid of, but you don't really need it in your office, maybe you could just box it up and put it in a box for something to deal with at another time. I have things that I have in boxes that are things for 
dealing with at another time. There's nothing wrong with that. There are certain things that you know you want to keep them, but you're not prepared to deal with them yet, right? We all have little things like that in our lives, if we're being honest. We have some of those things. And so it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Put it in a box and know that someday you'll deal with it, right? But you don't have to do it right now. But that item shouldn't be in your office. If it's something that doesn't make you feel great, it shouldn't be in your office. It shouldn't be something that you're looking at every day. So I would encourage you to just take a look around your office, remove anything that has those those bad feelings, that bad energy, remove that, get rid of it if you can, um, and, and, you know, bless it on its way out. Thank it. <laughs> Thank that item for being part of your life and then bless it and, and let it let it go. You know, let it move on to, to being wonderful for someone else. I hope that makes sense. I, I know that's a little bit off topic, I suppose. It's not really an organizing strategy necessarily, but it's more about creating the the environment that you want to be in. And as you organize and as you declutter, you'll start to notice that you'll have fewer and fewer things sitting around. And so the things that are sitting around should be serving a purpose. They should be making you feel great. They should be creating a beautiful space instead of making you feel bad. So if you can, go ahead and eliminate some of the stuff that might be affecting you in a negative way and you'll just see how your your whole life starts to change. You know, one little change really can make a huge, huge difference. Okay, so let's talk about arranging books and resources that you have collected over the years. I love books. I really, really do. I've got lots and lots of books. I enjoy books. I like to read. I like to write. (laughs) And so I do have lots of books. Um, I think books are great, and I am a, a big advocate of keeping books. So if you ever feel like you don't want your books anymore, please, please donate them or give them away. Do not throw away your books. Please give them to someone else because there are many, many uh, children and adults throughout the world that don't have access to books, that can't afford books. And so um, if you would please donate any that you no longer need or want, that would be wonderful. But I do have a lot of books. And so I've learned over the years some ways to organize books in a very efficient way. I personally like to organize by size and or by genre. So for me, I like to keep in my home office, I keep my business books, things that I would need for running my business, things that I would need for business ideas, tips and strategies for success, um, books that I have received or I should say purchased from authors and have had them sign. Um, As a writer, I love meeting authors and having them sign their books. I just absolutely love that. So I have those types of things in my home office. And those are generally organized by size because it looks really clean um, on my bookcase, right? Inside my bookcase. Speaking of a bookcase, you will want to find a bookcase that works for you. Some are closed doors. You know, they have a closed door on the front. Some have closed doors that have glass up above and wood down below. Some bookcases are just open. So it depends on your personal preference. Find something that works for your preference and your style. I really love having... um, 
either bookcases that are open, I like those, or ones that have glass doors. I like those as well because then I can see in. And what I like to do in my bookcases is I use the books to kind of create a nice um, display, if you will. So a lot of times I will stack books um, horizontally and then I'll put a little knickknack or a little item of some kind on top of the book. Maybe it's a little candle or a, a special memento from a trip or something someone has given me and I'll put that on the stack of books. And so I like to kind of arrange it in a way that it looks pretty, <laughs> that it looks nice. Um, but you don't have to do that, but you can. You know, that's a way that you can display some of your special items as well as your books inside of a bookcase. But for me, I like to organize them by size. It's really easy that way. When I organize by genre, that tends to be with my other books in our library, for example, I have those separated. I'm, I'm a mother of two, so I've got two boys. So we've got lots of kid books as well. But I have those separated in different categories. So for example, the children's picture books, my kids are much older now, so they don't necessarily look through picture books very frequently. But I am an author of a picture book, and so I look at picture books pretty frequently. So I actually keep those stacked in one section where they're easy to access and easy to reference and look at. Then I've got their graphic novels in one section. I've got their, you know, uh, book series, like the Diary of a Wimpy Kid books. We've got those in a series. All my Harry Potter books, that whole collection is together in one series, in one section. So I like to kind of separate things out like that that as well and it just kind of depends on the space that you're working in and your personal preference. Some people really like to organize their books by color and this is a beautiful way that you can create a really nice focal point in your office even is by organizing your books by color. All the different colors um, coordinated on your bookshelf really looks beautiful. In fact, you can get some more ideas about organizing books and color kind of color coordinating your books over on HGTV's website. They have some really great tips and strategies there as well. I will post a link in the show notes to uh, some of these ideas that I have found, but um, that's a great resource for ways to kind of organize and color code things. But you can definitely do that with your books. It makes it look really beautiful. It just depends on you and what the result is that you're looking for. Um, the other thing you can do to really organize not just the books, but the training manuals that you most likely have in your home office is to dedicate one section of your home office for just the training materials and supplies that you have. So for example, if you go to events, if you go to workshops, if you've attended masterminds, if you um, have have purchased trainings from different people over the years, it's really a great idea to keep those resources together. So it could be either on a book shelf, it could be inside a cabinet, it could be in a drawer, or even you might have like a, a, a bin or a tote box of some type, and you might want to stack them all in there if you have a lot. If you only have a few, you could probably just put them in a hanging file folder, to be honest. But sometimes you get really big training materials, you know, you get like spiral notebooks and things like that. So you want to keep those stacked together, mostly because it's easy to find and locate right? And we want to keep things as easy as possible when we're creating a very organized office space. So hopefully that's given you some ideas of some ways that you can organize your home office. I can't believe it, but we are actually 
out of time for today's show. And I feel like I could literally talk for about three more hours on the subject of organizing, but we're out of time. So again, I want to thank you so much for spending your time with me here today. Please make sure that you subscribe to Infinite Success Radio over on iTunes and on Stitcher and share Infinite Success Radio with your friends, with your family, and with your colleagues because you never know whose life could change as a result of something that we have shared on the show. And make sure you post your beautiful office pictures over on social media. Tag me in your post. You can find me at facebook.com forward slash connect with Rachel or on Twitter at factors for success. That's factors, the number four success. I look forward to seeing your beautiful organized office over on social media. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy reminding you to believe in the power of a dream and we will see you again next week. Same time, same place. Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.